I'll be there in 20 minutes and I can tell you everything in person. No, trust me. Once you hear, you'll know why I can't say it over the phone. Okay, I'll see you there. Ezekiel, are, are you sure about this? I know you're scared, Esmeralda. I am too. But you know we have to do this. This is just way bigger than anything we've exposed before. I, I don't even think the paper can protect us on this one. We both know neither of us can sit on this. Kids are getting snatched up right under our noses in town, and no one is saying anything. But everyone who has said anything ends up dead or gone, too. We have those receipts, too. I... I just don't want anything to happen to you. Put me on the byline, too. I don't want you taking all the heat on this one. We agreed. One of us has to stay out of the spotlight for this. And besides, I already have a target on my back. Exactly! If you go through with this, you know something bad is going to happen. And that's where you come in. I'm not going to let them get away with this, especially now that we have proof linking this straight to him. I still don't think anyone is going to buy that the founder of Heavendale's son is behind some nefarious plot to steal and redistribute superpowers. But we have the proof! I've read it all and I hardly believe it. <sighs> Listen, I know this is big. I'm just, well, I'm just scared, but you're right. I couldn't have cracked this without you, and that's why you have to be the one to lead the charge if something goes wrong. You pick up on stuff nobody else does. Uh, stop it. It's too late for that, and you know it. We need to go meet with the contact, and then we- We need to what? E, are you, are you okay? So, Ezekiel, I hear writing a little story about me. Uh, how, how the hell did you get in here? Oh, I think that's the least of your worries right now. Run! Let her go! Hmm. So, the rumors are true. You could have a little bit of use to us after all. In the machine. Listen, I'll do whatever you want. Just just let her go, and I'll come with you. I'm sorry, that's not how this is gonna work. Snap. <laughs> you fucking monster. I'll I'll kill you! Now. How about you tell me what you found out about me, and who talked? I'll never talk. Wow. I never said I needed you to. To Critical Bit! So we are still playing the game Fellowship within the White Rabbit Machines. Currently, y'all are at the Hearth Inn. We just left off and Jerry had turned around and saw that the bartender is seemingly his father. And just for clarification, it is a human version, not a halfling version. But it does just look like Jerry's father uh, normally. But this one uh, seems to be doing more than sitting on the couch, but did just crack open three beers and has served the three of you. And yes, they're fantasy beers. Uh, it works like that because it's funny. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna hop off right there. So Jerry, what are you doing? I pull out a uh, pouch of, and this is a for real character feature, halfling pipe leaf, and uh, begin to share and offer to share it with my colleagues and most, but most importantly, bartender Gingham. So this will allow me to speak softly with them as though I'd rolled a seven to nine without having to uh, use the abysmal stat dump stat that I have set up there. You can ask them three questions off of the speak softly list. 
And from a seven to nine, one of their answers is not helpful. Either they refuse to answer or they reveal a terrible truth you didn't want to hear. Their choice. So okay, so you get you get that for free. What can they tell us about I mean this whole ordeal? I guess try it effect. So is it like everywhere else here and normal, or is it is there some strange features that you might characterize as different about this environment as character as others than in the world? We're travelers here. What's y'all's secret? You seem to have a big gem in the floor. So anything he knows about the, the just the area and world, what should I be wary of when dealing with them? And what do they want and how could we help them get it? Not that one might want to get it, but what does the Jerry, but what are the, what are the, what are the gingham clones do in the white rabbit simulation thing? But what, yeah, what do the ginghams want? It doesn't seem like a, a it just seems like, well, I mean, I guess it does seem kind of like a clone to you. He's just a bartender. He gladly accepts your, your, your halfling pipe, which we all know is just marijuana that y'all just it's chiefing not. down on. Gandalf would never. No, y'all, y'all are getting super, super ripped high. It's cool as shit. Uh, so he, he just starts to tell you all these things uh, in a fun narrative way instead of you asking. So he, he explains about what the hearth is. It's like it is the heart of the forest. It kind of missed this energy and light that people have like gathered around. And as you know, Ezekiel told us before, people uh, had lived in the forest for years, kind of uh, coincide, like you know, living alongside it. But then people try to come in. So uh, the main thing that people have always tried to steal and harness the power of is this hearth because it's just kind of got a immeasurable sure, power. Big that, magic yeah, gemstone big embedded magic in the ground. Gemstone it's that you can kind of just do whatever with. And so that is like why the why most people are trying to attack it. But it does seem now um, like the things you should be weary about is that like even the hearth itself, whenever they like enlisted the help of like the forest and the surrounding seas, like it's not that the hearth corrupted those things, but the, the forest and the seas kind of like got corrupted in a sense to then fight against the people that were that like summoned them. So they're trying to get to the hearth. No one really knows what's going to happen if they get to the hearth, but they are pretty sure if like mother and father got to the hearth that it would just kind of destroy everyone there and might just like reset because you know it could reset the forest and the seas to just a new but also just wipe out all kind of sentient life there so at this point they're kind of holding back but they don't just do and um joel is this a metaphor for something <laughs> well, yeah yeah everything's about me hating my parents this is the show let's move on that's not guys. environmentalism never mind no i thought it was something else i'm sorry no no, right. no it's Different. about being upset about people and the no because that's what generational things are or the everyone's parents before them ruining everything because that's why the world is bad because everyone's parents were bad and their parents were bad that's what the metaphor is for the show so we can end it now Paul solved my riddle. Sorry, I solved, I solved the what's the show about riddle. You oh. solved my riddle. And then he and then he goes to explain, because like uh, Ezekiel during most of this time has been like uh, tending to Ezerelda, who's still passed out. And uh, he talks about how they were both here as long as anyone kind of remembers. And like Ezekiel is a water wizard. And then Ezerelda is like a druid that can control nature. And so they've been like the two that have been able to really help fend off mother and father because of that. But now with Esmeralda out, like there's definitely no one to try to fend off mother, which the combo of the two being able to like fight back like that. And also the hearth right now, like is at the lowest power. So they don't really know what to do. And then he also just tells, you know, he just is uh he was just a traveler that kind of found himself one day here and. And he, he feels like he's been here so long that he doesn't really remember 
what life was like before he like found himself like bartending at the hearth inn but he does appreciate you know the nice break and 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 smoking some some dank ass weed as they also call it that in the fantasy realms <laughs> yeah but it has a bunch of apostrophes and shit yeah. so it's actually it's elven yeah. <laughs> there's like an asterisk over one of the e's dank is d-a-n-k-e you know they, i mean it's, it's the, fun oh they've yeah. got one of those like a-e mm-hmm. things in it the ones that smush together like weed. dank it's a fun one um somebody go to Design that T-shirt for us, uh, and then and then you know, and then we'll make a fellowship game about it. Um, yeah. And so he he, he that's that's kind of what you find out. Um, so but so it does seem like one of the biggest things right now is like the Esmeralda is out of commission, and if mother and father come back and attack, which assuming they will because they you know we're all spooky and shit like that, and that's what overlords are. Well, it seems like if they just went and did something else, that wouldn't really have a fun game component to it. So um, yeah. So that's kind of what. Uh, you got caught up you got caught, kind of got caught up on and uh, where, where you're at and then uh, he so he turns to the three of you and he goes so how, how'd, how'd y'all find yourself in, uh, in the in, in the forest of heaven grove you know it's pretty it's pretty interesting that you, you said you don't really know anything about the area but uh no one's been able to get in and out of here for i don't know it's, i think it's been about a 50 years of this war oh well uh no we just rode in i uh, we didn't nobody stopped us it was i mean we weren't trying to come here we just ended up here and he, he, just, a- he grabs and he goes how did you get in here and you have to take us there right now because if we can escape then that means because the only reason is we haven't like left because we just can't and the hearth if they want the hearth and the reset so we can leave and then he just starts getting everyone's hopes up he's like everybody they have a path in they just walked in they said there was no resistance these people are gonna save us they're gonna take us to glory and then there's like a bunch of like you didn't really see them when you were like like fucking chiefing down on this sweet ass weed but there is just so many just fucking just war torn people they're like injured there's a bunch of kids that like you can just tell they're orphans and they're all just like so excited oh. to be able to leave and they just want a chance to live a different Different life and are and are just looking so happy. Kim's thinking, don't feel bad, they're not real. Don't feel bad, they're not real. I don't think they're real. I don't really understand how this Kim's thinking that well, and there's just like this tiny there's just there's this tiny little elven girl well, who just like picks well, up like one of your arrows and with her like small little elven hands she goes, excuse me. You you dropped this and I just thought if you if you could help us get out of here, maybe you can use this to fight off like you did. And she just has like the biggest doe eyes staring up at you. I smile at her and I say, thank you so much that that helped, that you've been such a big help. Thank you. What's your name? She goes, I didn't think of one before I picked this up, but I had, <laughs> my mom died before she named me, so that's why I don't have one. But if you want, you can call me Arrow. Okay. Thank you, Arrow. Oh. Thank you so much. I really, Kim's getting emotional. I really appreciate it. All. I take it. Yeah. What's Alex doing? Oh, um. Uh, You're a monster. Um, Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's it's already no. Gosh, well, we 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 can we we've got to help these people, you guys. We have to. We, was, we, we're not gonna help. We've got to help them. Like I know. Jerry, they, remembering that we're in a video game. They're not real. Jumps up onto his bar they stool. Feel pretty real. And says, "That's right, but we have to go back through mother and father. Mother and father chased us here, and we have to. You can't. We can't run from them because the way we would go is where they are. So you can either kill them or whatever. We uh, stop them, make them stop being angry at the hearth, and then we can all leave. But we're not. It will pick us all off as we run away. So we have to pull together and do the thing." 
Joel, that's probably a roll. What do you want there? You're trying to impress, dazzle, or trick people with a talk sense roll, so I need you to roll with plus grace. Nine. So on a seven plus, they do as you ask to the best of their ability. On a nine or below, you owe them a favor. You must ask of them the more they ask of you. And I'll do anything I can to help that happen the thing so are you are you are you trying to what are you trying to do are you trying to like band people together to like go with you to fight well i am trying to point out to them that there is the way out is the way is the same way out they had which is to fight the thing or we will all die here yeah, so, you, so you're telling them just to like to fight because they're because they're all like packing up because you told them you just literally walked in here and so they all believe you and so they're packing up and so like a few of them are like well I mean yeah if you if the way out is just fighting through like we'll go with you right now and uh, like I said we just need to we just need to escape we have weapons and they start like cobbling together weapons and like I feel like like maybe like two people have like useful swords and then like other people have like sticks like some of them are sharpened like one person just picks up a branch it still has like leaves on it it doesn't has not been like at all like anything and they're like these, these are the people that are like willing to go with you and then there's like a few people that are uh, off to the side and they're like no because we've tried to like fight against them before and without esmeralda or ezekiel there to protect us like we'll all just die so you're just you're gonna lead all these people to the slaughter is what you're telling well, me then, then we need to figure out what to do and it's not we cannot just run past it because that's where it is but you just said you walked straight in here though and, and then, then, then there was chased nothing us there. and then murdered esmeralda Okay, or well, I mean, and then, she's and not, then she's everybody, trying, okay, and then now everybody starts to freak out because you said that Esmeralda <laughs> is dead. So, Jerry, I'm going to need you to roll overcome with blood because you have now just kind of started everyone. Like, so you've like told people there's a way out, taking it away. What'd you get? That is going to be a six. So, Jerry, everybody pretty much like, because you're just sending so many mixed signals. You're telling people there's, you walked in with no resistance, then you took that away. Now you're trying to rally people to fight, and you're telling that, and then you scream that one of the two people that protects everybody is just dead. And so there's now just a riot broken out, and Jerry had hopped up on a table and has now been like knocked over off of the table and kind of falls. And Jerry had thought like, this is just a video game, but you are gonna take a damage because now Jerry, you can tell as far as you can feel that like you're actually like, that was real pain. Nice. Like you are hurt. This is not like a video game. One person I know I could call that might give me some help, but let me be honest, I don't want to call him. Who is it? Well, if we're looking for someone to be a thorn in daycare's side, it's definitely the guy. Hello, Brantley. <sighs> Hello, game room. You son of a bitch. What do I owe the pleasure of this call? Finally ready for that rematch in Fortnite? No, I actually need your help. You what? I... I need your help. I can't quite hear you. Come again? God damn it, I know you can hear me. And you're just trying to get me to say it again because you can tell I'm uncomfortable. Oh, Brantley, my dear boy. You broke the rule of threes. We have to start all over again. Fuck you and fuck the rules of three. I don't even know why I called you. You can't even do anything to help me fight off detention. Wait a minute. This is about fighting detention? <laughs> yeah, we're running a big op and I needed some help on the ground. I know you know their system inside and out. You got it. Wait, really? 
I mean, I didn't even make you an offer. Those guys suck. I already stole what I need from them, and now they are just making it hard for me to make money. Okay, well, I just need you to go in their system and mess it up however you can, honestly. I mean, you know, just don't mess with their white rabbit coma bed system. Got it. I actually just got it a new Gromlin today, so you know what that means. Listen, no one knows what the fuck that is still, all right? It doesn't matter, all right? I gotta go. I'll talk to you later. Just go cause as much chaos as you can. Just tell the fun bunch I'll be seeing them soon. <sighs> that guy's an asshole, found, I found. But that would probably make for another good side story that hopefully I'll be involved in again, so kind of works in my favor still. And so Jerry's knocked over. And so Kim and Alex, you see this going on. Uh, Alex, what are you doing? Um, I kind of just remembered how gravely injured Esmeralda is. Um, and I want to try to find her. Yeah, she's just, she's still, she's still over uh, by the gem. And then Ezekiel is with her. And this is like, the inn is, is fairly large. So like, you know, so where Jerry had his little thing like going up, like that's where like a lot of like the beds and cots were. So he was like talking at like a little makeshift refugee camp and giving and taking away hope there. And so you can get away <laughs> from that area. Uh, and so, yeah, you can go over to Esmeralda and Ezekiel. Um, I do have a move that's called Healing Light, where I can damage my my light or my lantern as part of the, the lantern playbook to heal somebody. Ooh. And so I would like to, to try to do that to help Esmeralda. Great. So do you have to do a roll for that, or is it just... No, I do have to damage my light, though. Um, so no. it'll heal at the end of the scene, but I can't use any of my, effectively, like, my burn moves or my Ooh, lantern moves. I like this a lot. Just kind of play it out of, like, how you would try to try to do this as, like, because, like I said, Ezreal yeah. is asleep and Ezekiel is tending to her. Hey, guys. Ezekiel, how's it? <sighs> it's not. How's, how's, how's things going? I mean, like, she's, she's healing up a bit, but she's, I mean, she's the one that, like, is usually, usually, like, better at healing than me. I don't really, like, I can't, I can't do too much. Like, I can, I can help, like, you know. I treat the wounds a little bit, but like, you know, she, she got hit deep and I don't, I just don't know how like we're going to hold off. And then you got your little friend over there just causing all this, like the scares and, and I, I just, we're, we're doing our best here. I, he means well. I mean, I, I mean what, who are you there? Cause like you, you have like, you just like, you have like, you're able to like use this, this, this like lantern here and like shoot, shoot this energy. And like, you just kind of came out of nowhere. And you, I mean, you have like, y'all have no concrete answers of how you're here or why. At the same time you show up, this happens. Like, I don't... I'm sorry. I mean, we don't really have concrete answers, but we're we're here to help. And as you say that, I think your lantern, like, starts to, like, light up. And the glow of the lantern actually matches, like, the kind of glow that comes off of the hearth gem itself. And then the actual, like, lantern, like, lighting up actually lights up the, the gem itself, too. Ooh. And as these two kind of, like, kind of, like, start to, like, get in this pattern going back and forth, you start to kind of see some of the cuts that were inflicted by, like, all the water shot into Esmeralda, like, start to, like, heal up. I kind of, like, just awkwardly, like, smile. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, and then, like, his equal just kind of, like, looks at him and goes, so you don't know how you're doing any of this, but you can just do it. I'm figuring it out as we go. And he, and he, he just he kind of chuckles himself. And he goes, I don't really care if, if there's, like, a how as long as you can do this. And then, uh, and so that kind of is doing that. So you are going to mark damage on the heart because you, you're staying there for, uh, you sit there for a little bit, just, like, using the lantern to try to help heal Ezerada. But what's going to happen is um, you, once you take your lantern away, you see 
see like the flame within it is like heavily diminished. Like the pilot light is on barely. And you can kind of just tell that that took a lot of power out of it. But Esmeralda does not seem to be awake, but she like, it does seem like you have like completely stabilized her to where she can't heal. And Ezekiel thanks you. He looks at you and goes, and you said your your short fork friend over there is has good intentions. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and he and he just sighs, and then I think Jerry has like kept trying to get back up, and more people are trampling <laughs> him, a la Arc One Jerry. And um, <laughs> I was gonna say, ah, really, really uh, taking it up. Jerry's having a lot of trouble not really figuring out, understanding how tall he isn't. <laughs> like so he's like, reaching he's like, for a table. Welcome to my world. <laughs> like, he's like trying to. He's like, I can use the rafters to stand up. Nope. Kim, what were you? What are you doing? I don't really have any thing for a lot of my stuff is like you can walk on the trees and not be followed in the wood and you have elven eyesight and i'm like i think what's happening is like kim's not really doing anything because increasingly more and more young orphan children are coming in admiring <laughs> all of your fine elven craftsmanship and all the things uh, and they're just kind of like mm, i hear you're the giver of names might i have a name madam fuck uh, what a uh, hello child oh child have you, have you all heard my name child and they run around screaming child <laughs> Child, Kim child, looks terrified. Child. She looks just like so uncomfortable. It's like this tall, beautiful elf creature with just saucer eyes, just looking really disturbed and kind of like traumatized. Yeah, so th this is all happening. So like Ezekiel, after he talks to Alex, is like, and you know, Alex had had healed Esmeralda, and he's like, all right, well, if you say he has good intention, Ezekiel just kind of like walks up and like puts his staff down, blocking somebody from trampling Jerry once again, <laughs> and just like holds a hand up and goes, all right, so folk maybe you want to try that rallying speech again but with a real plan and he's holding his hand no, out to you. No, I don't you. want to talk to any of these people ever again. They broke my nose. Uh, yeah, he just kind of sighs and looks down and goes, all right, well, one of you is doing a lot of good. He goes, everybody, here's the thing. Ezreal is not dead. He goes, Alex of the Lantern has healed her, but I don't know how we're going to hold off. But as much as I hate to say it, this one has a point. And he's, like, pointing to Jerry, who's, like, trying to, like, fix his, like, nose. Because, like, Jerry already has, like, you know, like, a very, no like, a nose that was, like, very gangled because of how many times it's been broken before and, like, reset. <laughs> There's surprisingly a lot of punching him in the face, which we have met, we'd noted somewhere. But especially, like, as a short folk, it's just, like, it just seems, it, it, it seems like an MC Esther, like, kind of crook to it. It's very ridiculous. Uh, and how but, does he snort all that dwarf powder with that nose? With his septum bent up like that. <laughs> magic, baby! Uh, so, yeah, magic. <laughs> uh, he, uh, and so now um, Ezekiel is like telling everybody, he's like, so we do need to band together because if the hearth can't hold out longer, we're all we're not going to make it. And if there is a way out, it's I feel like it's going to be with these three because for some reason, and, he, and like he points to Alice, she goes, I think she's the one that can lead the way. Oh, me? Oh, okay. Well, you have got a lantern. I mean, it's a kind of symbolic Mm -hmm. I guess, but look how look how small it got. Yeah, but you did the thing. Look at the floor, Jim. I guess, but what if I can't do it again? I like try to say something, and then more orphans start tugging. What, what, what do you say? Begging me for me. I, I, I like try to. I'm like, well, I. And then they just and, I, and then I start like. Like, I get this weird expression and I start getting freaked out again and trying to talk to orphan yeah, children. I, I think, I, I think even at one corner. point you try to like call Just out for like, magnet. you try to call out for like Alex's help. You're like, Alex! And then a little orphan boy goes, my name is Alex! <laughs> <laughs> Alex, Alex! 
Alex. Alex. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you, uh, this is the thing to do. As soon as you give an orphan name, all the orphans chant it aloud. They all love hearing. Um, and then also, this isn't like, this is like a little side story, but this will now be referred to as name day for the rest of time for these orphans. I slept in yesterday. What happened? <laughs> oh, we all got names except no! you. <laughs> oh, let's let's change the whole side story. So now we follow three orphans inside of a coma machine. This woman came and All she she named Alex. She named said Alex too many times. Alex, Alex, Alex. Alex, my name is Alex. <laughs> What's your name? Oh, come on. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So Ezekiel has that has like started to like actually calm everybody down from the stupor that Jerry caused and everybody's like starting to like kind of gather weapons and their supplies and uh, Ezekiel goes up to you Alex I think what you have is the thing that we needed to leave because if you're connected to the hearth gem maybe your lantern can carry it with us Ooh. I can I can try I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an option Ooh. Uh, you can either just give a, I'll give you a full success and you, you can take a damage yourself or you can give an overcome roll with, with blood. I'll try the overcome roll. Let's, let's watch the fun bunch be brave. Let's see. Yeah. So yeah. How... So Ezekiel, Ezekiel had just told you like, he was just like, I, for whatever it is that you just use to heal her, I think it's connected to the hearth. And if you can, if you can use that, that's maybe a way we can like escape and be able to like be protected. But I don't know how you would go about that, but you're the one with this lantern. Oh, I got a seven. On a seven, nine, choose one, pay a price to take the 10 plus result or create a temporary Should solution. Just take the damage. <laughs> so you're so- Damn, you gave me a free, Joel gave me a free roll, a free thing. It's like, yeah, just automatic 10 plus. I mean, no wait, it's still, we, all, we got there in the end. <laughs> So I think, yeah, it's going to be, uh, actually, so I think what it is actually going to be is you are going to take a damage in blood, uh, actually, because wow. you all see Alex, like, step up, and she's holding the lantern in one hand, and then, like, cautiously puts her hand out, and then, like, touches the hearth, and then you immediately start to see, like, the same color of, like, the flame, and then the hearth itself, you see, like, these, like, lines start to shoot up Alex's arms, like, going across her ah! chest into the other arm, and then, like, the lantern itself, the front door of it, like, burst open as, like, a flame just, like, shoots up, and this, like, bright, pure orange, and then, like, Alex, you feel coursing through your actual, like, blood, the power of the hearth, as you just start to emit this, like, glow about you, and the gem itself goes completely black into an ashen gray, and then just starts to just like disintegrate in front of all of you as you start to see the lantern itself form like a crystalline shell around it. Oh, and you thought I was making a fuss. I I really love the image of like, kind of like just going through like her veins and it looks, I mean, it doesn't look comfortable. No, it's not comfortable. It looks painful. It looks cool as shit. It does not look painful. Yeah, it does look cool as shit, but it looks very painful. Like I think, and I think what's also fun too is like just for some fun narrative, like your, your like your fingernails kind of like grow and extend a little bit, and they like, they even form. They have like they look like oh. crystals themselves and like the same coloring. That's oh the, man! Oh, that looks like it hurt. It, that those come out. Those, those came out fast. <laughs> I mostly just I, I I kind of wince, but I do try to hide it, and um I I, I don't really say anything, but just kind of like ready to go.
Tommy, you got some good news for me, Huger. Yeah, predict you got some backup coming. Perfect, who is it? It's the Sentinel. Wait, is he on our side now? Also, when did he even get back? Yeah, he did an Act 3 villain turn with Trigus, but that doesn't really matter right now. The Sentinel's on the way to give you some backup, and then y'all need to get over to the facility holding the copper footing everyone. I just woke him up, so they should be good to go in an hour or two. I'll let the others know. All right, y'all stay safe. Huger out. Predict out. Malatesta! That was Huger. We got backup incoming. We just need to hold this down a little longer. Well, I'm open to whatever plans your little future sense is giving you, because I don't think we can hold out much longer like this. If there was a way we could take out their artillery cache so we could at least lessen the barrage. I can help with that. Malatesta, you have got those charges. Yeah, Tom, but you gotta be quick and up high. These things have a huge blast radius. Just fly behind enemy lines with volatile explosives and don't get caught in the blast. Sounds easy enough. The janitor and I will cause a distraction for you. Just make sure you keep your eye on the target. I don't know why I waited for you to finish that sentence. We just need to hold their attention long enough for Tom to get over the cash. He's almost in place. Fall back. Oh, yeah. Looks like we got a direct hit. Perfect. With that out of the way, we can hold her till Sentinel gets here. Good job avoiding the blast, Tom. Yeah, but I didn't do a great job dodging any of those bullets. Tom? <laughs> that doesn't look so good. Oh, fuck. Tom, it's going to be all right. Yeah, and so everybody is kind of speechless to this, but the thing is, is like they like look out the windows to see, but it does seem like the like the barrier itself is still there. And then like Alex takes a step forward, and like you can see outside, like the barrier moves because that now like the central focal point of it is Alex's lantern. Ooh, cool, cool, cool. Looks like everyone's coming with us now, huh? <laughs> Can I escape the orphan children? Can I do I need to burn a spell slot kind of thing to go invisible to get so away they, from they, the they, they're all they're all told to like go get all all of their uh you know uh orphan belongings and, and beds and whatnot because they need to like uh, gather up to be able to like venture out with everybody. So they leave, but they they all they're all very excited. You've named all of them. Aww. Whether on purpose or accidentally, I've named mm -hmm. all of the orphans. Well, that sounds like a bond you have with all of those is there, children. Is there any of them that you actually picked out, like, a name? Like, did you eventually, like, okay, fine, I'm, let me actually just really name some of you. <laughs> Kim names one uh, Noah after Noah Cap, and then I start Aww. doing Shrek character names. Because <laughs> that's what I remember. Right, so donkey, donkey, Dragon, Fiona, Fiona. Like, Fiona. Farquaad. I, there's one I don't like, this mean little orphan kid. I'm like, you're Farquaad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so a lot of them they're gingerbread man character um what is named antonio banderas <laughs> cute name uh pizza they don't know what pizza yeah. is it's a word for my people uh that's yeah it a lot of them are just uh, strike characters filling belly yeah 
Uh, subscribe to our Patreon now to find the full list of uh, Elven orphan names. So, yeah, so everybody, everybody gathers up. There's got to be a fantasy name generator for that. Kim only knows the name. We just link somebody to a fantasy name generator, and that's what it is. Fantasy name. She just knows Shrek. It is her. It is her home for these tropes. It's like that's actually based on what we've heard on the show. Can somebody program a name generator that's only food that's been featured on Carnival Eats and Shrek names? <laughs> and things that are canonically inside the critical bits universe. I will name universe. a character after you if you do that. So I'll just and it'll <laughs> live for like a <laughs> couple of episodes. A, a, a generator of Shrek things. Yeah. So you are corn dog. Take corn, his name. corn dog. <laughs> Deep fried pizza. Okay, we got we got move on with the show. We we're doing a podcast. Don't don't get me. I've watched a lot of carnival leads. Don't get me on that riff. I'll just start remembering. <laughs> Why is your kid's name Goku Pills? <laughs> Kim wouldn't do that. No. <laughs> That's out of character. Um, okay, so yeah, everybody's like gathering their stuff. They're all everyone's fucking excited uh, because they're because they're all like looking to Alex now as like you know the savior. Uh, and then, like, Alex is, you know, once again known as, like, the carrier of the lantern, and Kim has the name of Kim, the giver of names, and then Jerry, who was trying to get Jerry the uh, the ungangled uh, to catch on, is now just Jerry the trampled. <laughs> this seems on brand for me. I'm here for this. Uh, yeah, there's, like, a bard, like, like strum- strumming a fucking tune up already, talking about name day and shit. Uh, about Jerry's trying to sell Jerry the underfoot. If that's a, but as a, a sideline, but he's giving it some time. Uh, great. So yeah, so y'all are all uh, ready to head out because the protective shell is, is being like centered on. And so most all the people that like can't defend themselves are like in these caravans. And then they have like the few people that can defend them, like guarding them. So they kind of tell also like Esmeralda during this time does wake up. She's still a little weakened. She's going to kind of lead the caravan up front so she can like help watch out. But like Ezekiel lets you know it's like it's pretty much like the three of you and him right now are like the main defense because everyone like the other caravans the people that can fight are kind of like defending the other ones and Ezekiel looks to you Alex and tells you to lead the way alright I pretend I know what that means and where to go can I roll like anything like wisdom to kind of try to to, to like yeah. like look into myself like try to connect to the other side or like anything to give me yeah well, I mean, is that the st- what stat would you want to roll uh, okay. Yeah, I think that's a very. I think uh, what we're gonna do is you're gonna give me a wisdom roll because you're trying to connect with the with the hearth in the inside of the lantern. Yeah, a ten. Ezekiel tells you like to lead the way, and you're like, okay, and you look to like Alex and Jerry, <laughs> yeah, and they just like kind of shrug because like they know what to do, and then you just hear inside your head. It's not like you. It's like, you know, you hear the voice, but not because of the mind talk. You just hear Brantley. They go, you just got to quantum leap it. And then you hear that. And then you like look at the, the lantern and it kind of like glows and no one else can see this. But like part of the light, the lantern gives off, like gets thicker to you pointing due west. Oh, that works for me. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I follow the, it's where it's. Pointing me. Yeah, great. So y'all, y'all start following that, and then uh, Kim and Jerry, you actually uh, are kind of impressed because y- you can tell easily when Alex is very nervous. Uh, she is not good at hiding mm-hmm. it, but you actually see her now, like following this lantern, even though you cannot see the light that she sees. Like she actually seems to be doing it with purpose, and you're both like, okay. Um, so you start to walk okay. along, and then Kim, since you got them sweet elven eyes, I need you to give me a look closely check. 
But Jerry Hopkins gets his spider, by the way. Oh, yeah, and you're on top of your spider. 12 somehow. Shit, yeah. So, Cam, you're, I think what it is is Jerry's on top of his spider, uh, kind of like riding alongside Alex, ready to like protect. And Ezekiel's walking with you. Esmeralda's on front. And I think Kim is like with her like elven agility and shit, is just like literally hopping in between the tops of the caravans, like keeping an eye. Yeah, I can do yeah, that. It, I can just like walk on yeah, trees. Yeah, like you and look stuff cool as shit as you're doing it. Like even more graceful than like Jerry's spider is like, like weaving webs. And so you immediately, before it like can even get close enough of striking distance of the caravan, you see that mother and father is in close close pursuit behind uh probably about 200 yards away but your elven fucking eyes are so accurate i said mother and father is about 200 yards away that way yeah and so yeah that's so precise that's so accurate they're, they're coming behind you and uh and at this point uh the 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 actual light that you are following alex like starts to kind of it does like a weird kind of like spin around where as if like a, a compass was too close to a magnet but then like writes itself to continue on your path forward Ooh. so what are y'all doing in, in preparation ezekiel uh is saying like you know uh he he, he calls out to you alex and how much further until we get get to the uh, to, to where we can actually exit the the forest of Heaven Grove. All right, Ezekiel, you seem to think that I'm a lot more qualified than I am. I'm trying to kind of portray some confidence, but I'm not quite sure. I think it's about there's something about 200 yards away. Do you mean like mother and father? Because that's what Kim just called out. Yeah, I mean like I'm, I'm kind of we're working as a team. Okay, I'm not, I'm not talking your time. I'm not talking your time. I, I know that you're you're confused, but I'm just okay. 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 Hi, oh, oh, I got. Wait, I got. I got an idea. I got. <laughs> I got an idea. I'm trying. I don't no, have you're fine, the answers. You're fine, you're but... fine. He goes. I got an idea, and he like. So like you all are walking, he slams his staff on the ground and like just all of like this water just like sh like shoots out from beneath him, projecting him in the air to where then he then just kind of like lands next to Kim. And then he he asks what direction mother and father is, you point him in the way. And so like you see him just start like swirling his staff around as you start to just see like all the dew and like like the, the actual like moisture from inside of trees is starting to get pulled out as like this like gushing wall of water is starting to like be formed behind the caravan behind the actual like the protection Ooh. of the hearth itself so he's just trying to do like an extra protective layer uh to like stop mother and father from like whatever initial brunt of attack they have since you're able to call out ahead of time i have an ability called camouflage where i can make myself invisible and undetectable until uh, i attack or decide to make myself known mm -hmm. And because I am a wood elf, I can do that to any number of allies. Ooh. So I just kind of like do like a weird, like a very elegant, beautiful elven movement. And then we all turn invisible. Oh. I don't know if one of us does something that makes us all visible again. You can decide as so I, th I think what it's like, going to be. There's like a big wall of water Eze and Ezekiel, then we all disappear. Ezekiel has to keep this... Um, spell mm -hmm. up so he's gonna be visible but what happens is is like kim just kind of like instinctively like looks up and just sees like the some like branches on a tree that are within inside and she's like grabs like uh three leaves from each of it and just throws them up in the air and then one hits each of you as you kind of just then mm -hmm. blend in the caravans themselves like they're would be easily spotted if you look closely but now it kind of just looks like trees like flowing in the wind as you all move forward and so it just you kind of the only thing that would be seen to an outside observer is like ezekiel standing on like this invisible platform as he just summons this wall of water that's like 40 feet high and like 60 feet wide yeah, i'm not trying to just make him a target but also i want to protect yeah, yeah. Like, well, like also, i think ezekiel's fine with it too because i think it's kind of like this is like a way to like draw it in uh and so that that's getting ready and so jerry 
Carrie, what are you doing? Uh, you are you now realize that you're camouflaged um, and you're on this little sneaky spider. And the spouse is still so fucking happy. See you and stuff like that. He just keeps oh, looking back. Like, thing, like, he touches me in the face and Jerry's like remarkably chill about it. Yeah. Somehow, the, like having a big spider just nuzzle up on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but so he is, re- is sort of ruffling through his bag and has found a little leaf pouch that he pops the seal on. And inside are three toaster waffles, which he doesn't really understand why that's the thing. But he pulls them out and they're Legoless waffles. And he just takes them out and hands out a food and shares a meal with his compatriots. Oh. And it, since it looks like anybody else that's wounded, I can throw AI. Yeah, I okay. can pass three uses of food per use of this, and that heals a damage for Ooh. Uh, anybody that takes Lego. it. Lego. <laughs> yeah, so you all get. Sh- I'll take one because I think my yeah, blood was. Yeah, one. I think each of you had a damage. So each of you Jimmy. take a Legolas waffle. What's French? It's the ego. Ooh, and I can get my bridge spell back. Great. Yeah. So now y'all, y'all are healed up, and this thing is coming towards you. Alex, you start to, like, all of you start to hear this rumbling, and then Alex, you start to feel like the lantern itself pull, and the light turns behind you, and the light shoots directly through the whole party in the caravan. Once again, no one can see this. It doesn't affect anything. And it shoots directly behind, horning to what you assume is mother and father as it bails towards. And you start to hear the ground shake as just trees themselves uh, are now being pulled out of the ground as mother is just hurling trees at y'all. And then father is just ripping, like, like parts of this water wall away as they're trying to like break through to you and Ezekiel calls out for everyone to hold ready <sighs> okay so let's, uh, let's try to hit up some other people in the contact see if anyone's out there let's see. Hmm. who's number three hello hey this is Brantley Finch with the fun bunch wait are you a gun whoa who starts on a phone call like that? I mean, oh, God! Walter, who's calling? I was just about to convince this scaled Trilon to sell us ten calf husks for our road trip. I don't know, that is a, some, some weird kid. Oh, hello there, my portly little friend. Are you calling about the spaceship I posted about on Spacelist? If so, I'm sorry to say, it actually blew up. Fun story about uh, that, actually. Uh, no, no, I was just I was trying to find help for the, the fun bunch. Uh, Heavendale's he- under attack. Oh, Heavendale. Lovely place. I have a few young friends from there. Good people. They love a nice adventure. Maybe you should call them. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a fun bunch. That's who I'm calling you about to, to get them help. Weird. I, I, I didn't think about it until now, but isn't that another place that Bone Daddy guy that got, got sent you know, for the spider idol two years ago? Spider idol? Bone Daddy? What are you even talking about, Walter? Speak English, for God's sakes, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was before you. Sorry, my bad. I seem to forget and remember things that is convenient for the current times and storylines. Well, that's just life, Walter. Both of us are merely passengers on this great journey, and our paths had to travel alone to meet together now. For this, our friendship is the truest adventure one could ever have. (laughs) Aw, Duke. You sure have a way with words. Walter, let's get some flux pens and hit up this space disco. Ah, alright, so I'm just just gonna assume that y'all can't help at all. Oh, are you still there, kid? Most people will hang up by now. Walter, get a move on! All right, there's uh, only one other person I haven't tried calling for and I found, and I'm going to be honest, it's because, uh, well, I don't even know what help they could be. Hey there! Wait, who are you? Chunky boy Alex? Actually, Jodo, no, it's not Alex. I'm, I'm Alex's little brother, uh, Brantley, and uh, the fun bunch needs your help. Okay, well, 
setting some fires right now with my friends, but I can help after that? What do you mean you're setting fires? Like this! I'm on a date! Um, alright, alright, I guess I'll just, I'll just leave it to it then. Do you want to burn with me? I don't, be honest, I don't even know how to respond to that. Tell Jerry, we'll talk about it later. <sighs> found I found the fun bunch been here is about three, four months now, and honestly, I think they found two other people that are actually useful. Orders! Yeah. Alright. Three. Alex, what do you do? I'm holding ready. I said, every, everybody brace yourselves. So how far away are they? The dome itself is smaller now that y'all are traveling. You probably have like, you know, there's, I'd say there's like three caravan carts within this dome and y'all lead in the front. So it's like big enough to fit all of that in there, but it's just like right behind this water wall and like trying to fight into y'all. So like mother and father are like right up, right up on you, but still, but still, you know, with a little range, of course, cause like I said, like the dome is big enough to fit like three whole like caravan carts in. Okay. Is it within a uh, laser beam distance? Shit, yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna laser beam it. All right, great. And then, um, so for this, give me a keep yeah. them busy. Give me a roll with plus courage. Okay, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ooh, yeah. Uh, you buy some time, and their attention is on you for now. And so I think what happens is like Alex turns and then just like focuses this beam. <laughs> It burst through, not breaking the, the thing, but it was able to like burst through the shield that you're all being protected from, hits the water wall, and the water actually starts to reflect the, reflect the light throughout all of it to where then it, it intensifies it to where there's like the, just like these beams of light start like hitting out of the water wall to where like the water from father is like uh, being like slashed away every time like a chunk of water is taken out, a beam of light shoots out just hitting mother and father and just kind of like pushing and holding them back. And so I think what's happening right now is Alex is using the power of the lantern to help like reinforce offensively this defensive wall that Ezekiel has done. So like you see Ezekiel is like oh, still yeah. weaving this wall together. <laughs> uh, Kim, you uh, have, you're definitely, you know, at an advantage. Uh, you are not seen. What are you doing? I want to use uh, my ability called Keen Senses, which is ask a single question about your surroundings and immediately receive a truthful answer. Uh, I just want to ask about, I don't have that, that much offensive magic or anything like that. Is there like a weakness mother and father has something I can kind of key into and tell Alex or Jerry to do or just something? What am I noticing about? Um, so, so you can tell like the the outside of of it is like uh, is like you know more of like the mother part, and that's actually that itself is like weak to kind of like fire. And so, uh, what you and especially too with like your cool ass elven eyes, you can kind of tell the only way that father is able to be kind of like held in one place is because he's being held inside of mother. So essentially, if you could separate them, like they wouldn't be as powerful, and father wouldn't be able to hold his form and attack as efficiently. But the outside of it, even though there's water coursing in there, would be like is like weak to fire um, and burning attacks. And you notice, you remembered before, like your arrows, like, you know, you're able to like catch them on fire super easily like a video game. And there is this like giant beam of like laser hearth lights, like that's like right <laughs> above your head. Yes. But be like, can I use Jerry's fantasy lighter from his weed to light my thing on fire? So this is perfect. Yeah, I'm going to light an arrow on fire. And, uh, yeah, Jerry, Jerry passes you a joint as he's spinning a web on his spider. And he just like, he does like a little like barrel above you. And you just grab the joint out of his mouth and like light an arrow. Very gracefully. And Jerry. 
Jerry will be uh, on the way with the spider to keep him busy if that's a, if that's necessary to get uh, right, the advantage. So right, for yeah, it. right now we'll let uh, Kim go because like it's already been kept busy, and then we'll let Jerry go after that. But yeah, go. but yeah, so like Jerry, because I think that's the thing. I was like, you could have lit the thing off of the cool beam, but also Jerry was just right there with the joint, so that's funnier. He's <laughs> like, hey, and then he pulls another He's one like, out. Oh. Is this just a blood roll? Yeah, you're trying to overcome, redirect, or prevent harm. Actually, never mind. This would be, uh, you You would be, this is going to be a little different. I'm going to let you roll finish them, but you're not going to kill them because it is the overlord, but to do, it is going to be a heavier hit, but you do have to take a damage because you are attacking the overlord. Okay. Well, I have an, an ability called enemy at the gates, which is if I'm hidden, I can wield a, I can use plus grace. Ooh to finish them okay. and if i get a 10 plus i stay hit oh, yeah, yes i'll take the yeah, damage so you're gonna take a damage but, uh, just because like it's, uh, it's it's just like feels so like just your elven nature i think is what the damage comes from because like you're literally trying to like take down this like the fucking spirit of the forest uh and so that's where like the damage comes in of like even like pointing the arrow at it but what did you get on your grace roll eight great yeah so i think what happens is like you use jerry's fucking joint to light up your arrow it shoots through, <laughs> passes through Alex's light to where the flame kind of goes brighter. And it's you're able to like use that light to pass through the water wall without being extinguished. And it actually like hits the outer like, you know, uh, shell of mother. And then you start to hear this billowing laugh of like. <laughs> and then just because they think oh like gosh, you didn't do so shit. Big. And then. And just like with a puff of smoke, you just smell fucking dank ass weed covering mother all over. And then everything that like like was covered in the smoke is now just on fire to where you just start to see the outer shell, like the wooden shell of mother herself is like burning and starting to deteriorate. And you hear like a scream come from it. And uh, you are no longer hidden because it definitely because you got the mixed success. You'd notice this. And then Jerry, you can now do some shit. Jerry's going to actually so keep them busy now because we do because yeah because it's, it's like focused on Kim and Alex is now yeah, yeah. Been, been used so uh, yeah Jerry is going to attempt to keep him keep them busy so the spider just flings forward uh, right like behind the arrow now and tries to entangle mother and father's oh, yeah, arms yeah. legs just to let it so it can burn give me that courage check that is going to be a 9 10 11 hell yeah yeah so you're able to just just similarly with you're able to do before is like weave in and out getting uh, get, getting throughout and you're able to like keep the overlord busy but not do any damage on it as it's just kind of distracted like trying to put itself out while dealing with all of your your webbing because I think it's like batting itself and like you shoot it like it's arm with a web and like pull it back and I get to sting like a bee twice because as a machine as a as a one of the small small folk we are a uh, short folk rather we well we're mischievous tricksters tricksters so yeah jerry swinging through and sting like a bee twice that will get me steal something small from them and they don't notice they need it until i need or taunt until they i taunt them with it instead of steal something i'd like to leave both bottles of dwarven wine jammed in its sort of its shoulder blades so when the flames creep up they will uh, pop one hopes like molotov cocktails high proof play later while, as like it's being burnt up on it alex you uh, are like like focusing this light in on it and then you start to like feel like the ground beneath you like is like shaking and you start to have like these flashes inside of what you can only assume is like mother and father's like vision on you as it's like looking 
like towering down through this like billowing wall as it's staring directly on you. Um, and it feels weird because it's like looking at you. And then you start to get flashes uh, seen through Esmeralda's and Ezekiel's eyes, uh, like passing between all of these. And it's very confusing and disorienting for you. So I'm going to need you to give me an overcome roll with despair. All right. Uh, that is a two, three, four, five, six, seven still. Nice. All right. So you. Still not the best, but not the worst. So pay a price to take 10 plus or create a temporary solution. Temporary solution will delay the threat. But when time is up, it'll be back in force. The Overlord will tell you when. Ooh. I'll pay a price to take the 10 plus result. You pay a price and we're just going to do just a pretty standard one. You're just going to take a damage of your choice. You are switching between like your perspective, Ezekiel's, Esmeralda's, and mother and father's like simultaneously. And so like you just like have to force yourself kind of out of it. And so that's snapping into uh, like kind of back stops. But what you kind of gathered from this though and the overcome is that uh, the same way that like your lantern and the hearth were connected it seems that ezekiel and esmeralda are connected to mother and father and so then uh we we now see that ezekiel like the water wall that he's like held up is like you know hit like it's been still like being torn away because even as like the exterior like branches and and like trunks of mother like putting out the fire like the waters of father have all but like ripped the walls away and then we see ezekiel try to like you know reinforce the walls and you see like water forming around his hands to like shoot out to reinforce the wall and then you just see as it's like going towards the wall, it just like rebounds and you see it like hits Ezekiel as no. Alex can get a sense of this as the water that Ezekiel's wielding has now been taken over by father. And then within that, you start <gasps> to just hear screams because within each of the caravans themselves, you start to see like water uh, is like filling inside of each of them. So like what you don't see inside is that water is filling up and you can just see the wood on the caravans themselves on the outside seem like they're getting soaked, but you can't see any water coming out. So you can only assume that uh, all of the innocents inside of there are like slowly getting drowned. That's not a word. Uh, Oh no. All those freshly named children. And then like the guards that were on those are like trying to break out the walls. But what's hard is, is like all the wood, even though it's like wet, seems to be weirdly resilient to like any breaking uh, and they can't get like any leverage on it. Uh, as you see this happening, and Kim, you are actually standing on top of the caravan that had all the freshly named orphans oh, as they're no, as they're screaming the out uh, to, for help. Could I feasibly actually help them, or should I just attack the overlord? Like just using Kim's common sense. I don't know. <laughs> How oh, are they? The are, are they are they getting like is it like fire hose? Um, the like, hose going into them, a giant? or is it just like like if I, I'm trying to think about if I if. Uh, I'll, I'll, I think Kim needs to deal with the orphan situation right now, but like for the future, when I go into it, if I were to create a wall, would that help at all or to like block away? Because well, it the doesn't water? seem what's scary about what you could only assume is that there was supplies in each of these caravans so people could stay alive and have things to drink. And now that father is within the confines of this and has control over water within there, that he has just taken all of the water and moisture that are within these caravans and held it within there to slowly fill them up to kill everyone in there while not allowing it to leak out. So it's not that like water is going into it, it's that it was already there and is now being manipulated 
and expand it because of magic. Gotcha. Can I take my survival, my little elf survival knife and just try to cut open, the, like rip open the side of the caravan to drain yeah. it? Yeah. So you're going to give me a blood check to overcome. That's a four. Yeah. So Kim is busy trying to uh, chip away. <laughs> my elf arms are strong enough to, to rip through. Uh, I'm, it just seems like strength. nothing... Nothing um, is working. I hear the orphans. I hear little fire. As you hear drowning. someone go, but my name is Arrow. I have a name now. Jerry, <laughs> you swinging around, <laughs> noticing this outside of the protection of the hearth itself, because you like wait and see, and so the flames do hit, and then the wine bottles, and you you hear mother let out a scream. <laughs> Gonna take a damage as you're immediately knocked off of your spider as branches start to extend from nearby trees, grabbing you and holding you in midair. Cause you like think you're gonna fall and hit the ground, but you're just caught. But you're gonna take a damage of your choosing and then you get to react as, as you're pretty much are now, even though the outside of mother is on fire, she is like using the rest of the forest to grab and hold you because you're outside of the protection of the actual orb. Well. And is it just me or did it catch the spider? Well, pretty like, much like let's... it hit you and the spider and the spider like just kind of like rolls off. It didn't die. It's just like, but you're not on it. And then before you hit the ground, like a bunch of branches grabbed you and you're like now suspended in midair. Gotcha. Um, well, I mean, I'm going to have to try and get away because that's all one has. But I'm not sure if I have anything on hand to do anything that will do that. Well, you can roll uh, get away with grace and you roll with despair. Yeah, that seems to be about the about the best I can offer because I don't think I have any tools on hand that are not just knives. Oh, Jerry's stuck. Oh, no. That's, a, uh, that's, that's already a four that I rolled. So I'm not going to roll the third. I didn't get a third. Yeah, so die Jer out, so Jerry's just, like trying to struggle to get out and just nothing is happening um, and what's really terrifying is you are being held by these branches and then you just start to see in this really menacing way these two swirling like things of water that are like coming at you from below that looks like it's like a cyclone coming up that's gonna just kind of drown you as you're being held in place Tom just hold on once we get you to the daycare facility, we can patch you up and rescue Tom. Predict he's not going to make it unless we go now. Come on, Sentinel, where are you? Did someone call for the Sentinel? Oh, son of a bitch, that kid does not look good. Ah, shit! Well, getting shot like that really undercut my timing on that line delivery. Sorry, everyone. I thought it was still pretty cool. Ah, thanks. Thanks so much. Nice to meet you. I'm Gary, but uh, you can call me the Sentinel if you'd like. Hi. Most people just call me the Janitor, but my real name is Nate H. We don't have time for this. Janitor and Sentinel, you two draw fire away while Predict and I get Tom out of here. Can do. Looks like we're going to see how many lives this kitty has. Meow. So, uh, what's your whole deal? You like a, like a cat man? Huh? Yeah, I have all the powers of a cat man that has been genetically altered and given super strength. And, uh, you know, not to be rude, but is, is that why you talk like that? No. I'm just a weird dude. Hmm, respect. 
Okay, Tom. We're gonna get you out of here. We just need to make one street over and then we can take a sewer entrance to get to the facility. Malatesta, follow me. Lead the way, Predict. Okay, let's go while... Wait a minute. <laughs> Quick, in that alleyway. You won't last by yourself, though. You take Tom. You know the daycare tunnels better than me. You two, stop it. Tom, it's fine. We're going to get you out of here. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm not going to make it any further than this. And if one of you sacrifices themselves for me, it'll be for nothing. Tom, no! You know it, Predict. Just promise me one thing. Don't say it. Make sure Tom is safe. Sentinel! Janitor! Clear the area! Tell Tom... I'll see him in the vault! And we cut back in to Alex, what are you doing? Oh, that's super not cool, he says as the spiral of water comes up. <laughs> yeah, Alex, what are you doing? You now see that Ezekiel has been knocked on the ground. Uh, Esmeralda this entire time has been trying to, like, she's been able to, like, free one of the caravans and is trying to use her powers to get the other ones. And you see Kim is on the third one trying to, like, help get all the orphans out. What are you doing, Alex? I want to try to, so they're, they're clearly struggling with the, the orphan caravans. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to try to see if I can destroy one of, like, the, the tops, like, to just, like, beam off the top of one of the caravans. Mm. You had a haircut there. Yeah, Instead just kind of get, give, get, give, me, give me a exactly, courage just... check. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, that's fine. I'm okay with courage. Because weirdly, I'm gonna, this is kind of like a keep them busy, weirdly. <gasps> Ten. Great. So I think oh. what happens is you just scream out like for like for Esmeralda and Kim to move. And they and oh, then yeah. like within like a second, <laughs> Kim, like Kim, top. like you turn around to see and you got your elven grace to where like you do this like cool backflip as like literally just like in, a, in like a badass anime where it just like narrowly misses you as you're just like upside down doing a backflip as you just see this like beam shoot across the three tops of the caravans knocking them off where like everyone can kind of like reach their heads out and take gasps of air as they don't drown and now the caravans are all all but destroyed and then Alex you start to hear the voices of mother and father in your head as you were distracted and you start to hear them just I cover my ears dramatically like in one of those scenes where something What's like that terrifying happens is their voices outside are very loud and billowing but inside they sound docile, and it just says, You're tired. tired. And us. You're tired. Huh. They're tired. And then you're starting to think about this, and then you start to see this this like glow of 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 blue energy on Ezekiel and this glow of green energy on Esmeralda that kind of matches the same glow that you're now seeing on mother and father i want i want to do some some dramatic shit and um just if it kind of I, I don't really understand why i would do it but it just feels mm -hmm. right and so i want to cast shadow which makes all the light flee the area 
plunging it into darkness. So it just makes everything dark except for the the lights emanating from Esmeralda, Ezekiel, and Mother and Father. Ooh, yeah. So that's what happens is like this entire thing plunges into darkness. And what's terrifying too, even the light that was like the, the was like the shield that the hearth uh, was giving off like is is extinguished and there's nothing and you just see this giant mother and father terrifying overlord standing there and then Ezekiel and Esmeralda like ants in stature there's just like a this dead silence as you just start to see like the lights of them like start to permeate even more um, as they kind of stare down each other. Kim, you are able to see through all of this with your badass elven eyes. Yeah, I can see in darkness. I'm going to go, <laughs> while, while uh, Alex is taking care of this, I'm going to go try to get Jerry out of the tree because I'm like one with the trees. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this. I, they take care of me. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is like, perfect. So Jerry, Jerry, you, the last thing you saw, you were fucking held up by all these trees. This cyclone of water was going to just fucking suck you up and just kill you and then everything went black. Uh, uh, and now, Kim, you, you know, fuck it. You can do all this elven ass shit and you can see and everyone's distracted. You, like Jerry, like go to hold your breath as like this cyclone starts to like hit your feet, goes up to your waist. It's going to hit you real quick because you have a tiny body because you're like, it's oh my God, I wish for once I was gangly. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a curse after yeah, all. And then like you go to hold your breath and then you just feel you're pulled out and you just hear Kim like whisper behind you. Be, okay, just be calm, be calm, be calm. And then Alex, you, you have like done this. And so like the lantern itself, you can now everything's darkened but you just see the the light that you were following splinter into two as it like shoots forward and shoots a, a, a green and a blue beam out going into mother and father and then it's like shot out of one eye the left eye going in like the blue beam into ezekiel and the right eye of the green beam going into esmeralda as you get this sense that the way to actually finish this is that Esmeralda and Ezekiel had to become the mother of the woods and then the fathers of the seas. Do you mean they have to... Like, spiritually? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just imagining what I would do if someone's like, oh, Shelby, you've got to, like, go become the mother of the seas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell Ezekiel. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, man. And then right. as, the, as you kind of put that together, all the light comes back up, and then you just kind of see that the protective barrier is gone. I, I, I shout out to, to Esmeralda and Ezekiel effectively that I, I say I, I try to sound confident while I'm saying it. It's like you guys, you have to become you gotta be you have to become and I, I like started out pretty confident and then I, I just I like waver as yeah. I realize that I, I don't uh, know me, what I'm saying. Uh, a talk you have to become the father of the so, so the talk sense uh, is either grace sense or wisdom um, oh I would love to do wisdom and not sense I was about which to I say, have to this spare on and a negative to one. their emotion or desires is roll with wisdom okay. so I think that actually works okay it's like I know I know it sounds wild but you've got to trust me and just give it your best shot. And I, oh, I was real try, really trying to fail that one, but I'm not going to do it. That is a seven. Roll one extra dice because you're. I'm going to let you uh, roll with uh, with hope. 
Not much better, but that's an eight. All right, so it so works out. Um, and so I think that this is what happens. I think that um, you have reached Ezekiel, but not so much Esmeralda. Because, like, Ezekiel looks at you, and both of them, like, look kind of confused. But then you can just kind of, like, see in his face, like, he knows that you don't know what the shit you're saying, but he knows that you know it, kind of. It's like that weird sense of, like, yeah. how you healed Esmeralda before. And he and so as soon as, like, the light went out, like, the, the lights came back, and you saw that, like, the, the that was gone, like, all the characters caravan's tops are exposed, everyone can be attacked, and then you start to see, like, mother and father immediately going to attack everybody, branches and water flying around, and then, like, Esmeralda and Ezekiel are fighting off, and then you call out for them to do that, and then Ezekiel hears this, and just turns to Esmeralda and goes, it's time to stop fighting. And then, as soon as that happens, you see this bolt of water pass straight through Ezekiel's chest, as he falls down. Whoa. And then Esmeralda, terrified, screams oh. out, letting you, like, uh, trying to run to Ezekiel as she then just, like, throws up this wall of vines covering the two of them. What do you do, Alex? I'm going to try to appeal to Esmeralda, too. I say, Esmeralda, you've got to trust me. I know that you've got no reason, no reason to trust me at all, but I, I think that you've got so to do this. So now you're going to roll talk sense with sense. That is a... Four minus one. That's a three. Uh, you are trying to say, like, talk sense to her, and then all you just see, like, another shell of vines cover the two of them. And at this point, uh, like, mother and father have, like, knocked over, uh, like, one of the caravans as it's just being, like, pulled into the ground as, like, grass is, like, overgrowing, like, the middle the middle caravan, Kim and Jerry, you're able to get down and you're in the fray, but you do see that the protective shield is gone. What are you two doing? Jerry runs over to Arachnid Morissette. <laughs> mm -hmm. You, you, you otter know is kind of the pun I was leaning for there. It's not important. I named the spider. We are, and whispers to the whispers, you have to go save the kids in spider, which he realizes he knows how to speak. <laughs> oh yeah. Sends uh, Arach Arachnid Morissette off to rescue the children, which I'm assuming Arachnid Morissette would do by suspending them in webs in the trees yeah, that's what sort happens of is like the, the second the caravan was like being sunk into the ground and then the other one was getting like hit by this wave of water as like all these kids are screaming their all their new names and like they're being hurled in the air and 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 this and this 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 young spider weaves a web uh and then everyone's like oh he's just a kid because uh, they can tell spider ages and he, and he saves everybody in this big ass webbing uh kim what are you doing i don't have a bond with esmeralda right yeah you do Sure. I do have a bond. Okay. Okay, Alex, what are you trying to tell her? Um, so I'm, I think I'm trying to tell her that she's got to, like, let herself not be killed by father, but it seems like that might be the case. Can you, can you give it to me in, like, a succinct thing that I, I have an ability no. that I can communicate with her. <laughs> Alex, I need you to, okay, I need you to tell me what I need to tell her. Because I could use my elf magic to get through to her, but I don't know what's happening. Just become one with mother? Okay, I'm going to use, I'm, I'm going to say it with more confidence. I have an <laughs> yeah, ability called Whisper on the Wind. Uh, send a message to someone you have a bond with. They will hear it whispered in their ears moments after you send it, and they can send a reply of up to five words. So I say, Esmeralda, to to beat this, you have to, you said become one with Mother. Right? I guess. I'm taking, I'm taking Alex's word for it. I'm like, Esmer <laughs> I, 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 I do my, I do an yeah. elf voice. Esmeralda, in order to defeat this enemy, you must become one with Mother. 
You must do it. You must. It is your destiny, Esmeralda. Wow, it sounds way better when the elf says it. Uh, so, would you rather roll sense, grace, or wisdom, Kim? Uh, definitely grace. Oh yeah, so yeah, roll with plus grace. Seven. I mean, it's just an ability I have, yeah, like yeah, one yeah, of my yeah. big so, magic uh, things. Yeah. yeah, this is still fine. I think this is this works. You, you like, you're like whispering that, and then Kim, you get hit from behind as you mark the damage ah! uh, because you're doing that. Uh, Jerry, you are like going to like trying to meet up with your spider, and then you you see like this this like water bolt like coming shooting for you, and you just see bartender Gingham like, like grab and jump you like out of harm's way, and he just and he just Aww. goes, Aww. we get out of this. I definitely need to buy some more weed from you. I definitely just stuff my last use of uh, pipe leaf into his pocket. <laughs> Kim was able to get this message in there and then like... Does she reply? She can reply to me up to five words. Just, she she say doesn't anything? say anything. Um, and then okay. uh, like Alex is like still screaming out. And I think like Alex, you like your lantern is like to your side. And like these like branches and, and, and just like water spirits are just like forming all around you. Like coming in to attack you as you just like let out one final plea to Esmeralda. As you just see like the vine dome like recede. And on the ground next to Esmeralda, you just you see Ezekiel's lifeless body as she just kind of like sighs and like kneels down next to him and grabs his hand as you see just these vines root up from the ground like shooting up through her legs intertwining and bursting out through her mouth as then you just start to see like the glow of this blue and green aura pulsing from the two of them as like all the things attacking you just kind of like stop and start receding and Jerry as you hand your father some pipe weed you see the hints of a familiar glow as you see a door with one of your father's favorite doorknobs appear in a tree behind you Alex, Kim. Like, I, I actually am going to try. If, if they're close enough, I'm just going to grab them, but I would like, yeah, like to you, you, impress you, upon them that we should yeah, go. Yeah, you call like, that because, look, like, and everything, this. yeah. And so, like, and there's this, like, cool fucking scene of, like, the light is glowing, and you start to, like, hear the cries of, like, the old mother and father let out as they're being destroyed, and, then and like, the new ones are taken over, and you just start to see, like... The, like the forest has like is like starting to like repair and heal itself and the three of you just do not look at this at all because you duck the fuck out as soon as you see a door jerry just comes right behind <laughs> he's like hey y'all want to go like right 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 now yes. and we yes can you carry kim can you carry me yes <laughs> yeah so kim picks up kim with her like beautiful elven arm picks up this little short folk jerry uh, alex grabs her lantern the three of you run forward opening this door, running through, and then Kim, you immediately feel the full weight of Jerry as he is now a fully grown man, and he looks like... Oh man, what am I, why am I wearing this Doom Armit shirt? He looks like Fred, he's blonde, he's tall, he's Jerry, but he's blonde. Kim, you, you like, you like get out from under Jerry, you stand up and there's a mirror next to you. Who do you see? Okay, it's like Kim, uh, a little bit older, more sort of grizzled, like more scars on her face, a little more tan, a shorter hair that's a little bit paler. She has an eye patch and a gun and, and she's carrying and she has like nice clothes on like probably like a nice pantsuit kind of thing and she's carrying herself much more like regally than normal and much more like intense. Yeah, and all, all this is happening, and then Alex, you step through, and your lantern disappears, and you then are like looking around frantically, notice Kim and Jerry, and you look in the same mirror as Kim. Who do you see? Alex has got 
like slick, slick back hair, like very suave looking slicked back hair, um, and and some uh, a, a loose flowing shirt tucked into some some rugged jeans and and motorcycle boots. Yeah, so the, the three of you are looking around and then you notice everything around you is just fucking so gaudy and covered in gold and everything is extravagant. And then you hear this voice coming, screaming down because uh, you notice that you're in uh, in like the entry room of this giant ass mansion and they got those cool ass double staircases that like bend down and you just start to hear this echoing voice screaming, Gingham, Gingham, I need your help. Kingdom, and that's right, y'all. We're about to play Passions, Dalos Passions, motherfuckers. Yeah, the only game. Yeah, that's right, we're gonna play Passions, Dalos Passions, the only game. But y'all are gonna have to wait. Uh, y'all gonna have to wait for that one because we're gonna be doing that next episode, which is gonna be episode 49, which drops November 3rd. Um, this has been episode 48, and my pitch for the name of this episode is. Name day. Really like that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Poor Kim. Um, <laughs> that that arrow is right on time. So thank oh! you everybody for listening to episode forty-eight. Name day. Once again, we we used uh, fellowship in this one and partially in the episode leading up to this. Um, it is a very fun game. It is also powered by the apocalypse. It is an interesting system because it doesn't matter rely so much on like failure to give experience, but it's a really fun thing. Um, and so if you're looking for like a cool fantasy based thing, and it really is just kind of like it's set up to be like, oh, you're a Lord of the Rings style group moving forward. We obviously did a really streamlined version of it. Um, it's it's a really cool game, um, but you know we. Want Wanted to just kind of dip our toes, and that's the same thing we're gonna be doing with passions, and then also the mysterious third game. We're gonna be oh no, I spilled my coffee on me as I was talking. Oh no, I just spilled my I coffee did. earlier. What's uh, happening? So the so we're kind of be doing streamlines, but like I said, the next game we're we'll playing is uh, Passions Deus Passiones, which is actually made by uh, past guests in front of the show, Brandon uh, Brandon Leon Gambetta. It's an amazing game. We've also played it on stream, so uh, you know I'm excited for this next one. Um, so we're gonna be moving on to that. I uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, as always, this show's fun as shit. This is the final arc of season two. So we're going to be getting getting to a lot of good juicy stuff here soon. Uh, and this is a real good time to tell people to go check out the show. Uh, because once we end season two, we will, we're going to do a little bit of a time jump forward. And so, it's, you know, it's a, it's a good time to kind of tell people like, oh yeah, like the first two seasons are done. And you can listen to all of them. Um, so that, that's it. Tweet about us. Uh, tweet at us. Uh, and, uh, you know... We'll, we'll do things. Uh, make sure to give us that name generator that is just Shrek names and Carnival Eats featured food. And I guess kind of that, that's so that would be like the Kim orphan name generator. Um, that'd be real fun. And if you do that, um, I will name a character after you in the show specifically. Um, if you give us that, um, it used to just be their tweet at us, but now well, no, you no, have no, this to is do the thing. a this lot is the more. Thing. Tweeting at us is like a random, like you might get your name picked out of a bucket. If you do this specific thing, I will go out of my way and I will make a character like named after you. And if I actually know you a little bit, I'll base it off of you a little bit. But if you're just a fan of mine on the internet, I don't know. I'm not going to go through that much length, but I will be happy you did it. So keep this in mind. Also, go check out our Patreon. Speaking of feeding us, uh, <laughs> you can give us some money. There's a lot of fun stuff there. Uh, we just started this uh, new series called Guess That Strong. Back uh, to Guess That Strong. We're playing Guestaurant. Guess Guess That Strong. Ba da ba da ba ba ba. Anyways, for this uh, for this round of Guess That Strong, 
It's a Flemington steel. But I think it's just a a very like a totally regular restaurant, like completely normal. Like you would just go like Wait. a Chili's like you go there, get like some get a get a burger or like get whatever you want. But then Pierce Brosnan comes and spits in your mouth. <laughs> So this is his full time job. Yeah, like yeah. is it like a Pierce Brosnan? He doesn't get paid for it. It's a passion project. Like Mark it, is it every table? Like is it every table? Is it like Flemington Steel. Is it every is single it open table? Seven days a week. Yeah, I mean, like he just lives there. He like. <laughs> All right. Sure. Guess that strong. That's the jingle. Where we're gonna be having <laughs> listeners, um, our our patrons <laughs> submit restaurant uh Heavendale restaurant names and the actual descriptions of them. In what hosts of the show are calling wait what? And that? so we're gonna be doing okay. that to where uh, if you're a patron, you can submit restaurant ideas and then what the actual thing is. And we're gonna see. I read the names off, and the cast guess what they actually think the restaurant we're based off of, and we see who wins the, each episode. You get a point if you guess the actual episode. So far, we've done one episode. Paul is the reigning champion with one point. So go check out our Patreon. That's available to all levels. Also, we have deep dives that are available for five uh, five dollars and up. And um, if you want all these good good episodes early uh depending on how early i can get them to you uh ten dollars and up gets you episodes early we've never really talked about the tiers but that's it you can go give us money and be tight uh and thank you for sticking around like i said we will be getting back to mask as the core game of it we just wanted to do this fun little thing and thank you for listening and uh we're gonna be playing passions de los passions next so i'm really excited about that uh but that uh, i think that's it for us so i'm gonna go ahead and sign off now so as always i'm your gm uh, joel reese i'm shelby I'm Shannon. I'm Paul. And smoke dank fantasy weed with Jerry's dad. <laughs> this is weed, everybody. <laughs>